23 ER, Chaf Gimel ER, Tzadik, His Praise, 340. Those who stand around such a player as he sings and dances are powerless to do anything. They simply expire with yearning and delight. Try to understand this well. It is impossible to explain it in writing. Someone with an understanding of music and dance may be able to form a faint conception of the beauty, pleasure, and yearning we have mentioned. The closer a person is, the more naturally the movements come to him. The nearer he is to the melody and dance, and the more understanding he has, the more the movements of the music and dance come to him naturally as a result of the drawing power of the delight they cause. Thus we see that when a person is listening to music and dancing, the pleasure they evoke draws him in and takes him over. Quite spontaneously, he starts moving himself and begins singing and dancing a little. The singing and dancing come to him automatically. The same is true on the side of holiness. The closer a person is to the lesson, its music and dance, the more the movements of the lesson's holy song and dance come to him naturally and automatically. All this I heard myself. The Rebbe began this conversation by saying, they would only have to hear one of my lessons with its melody and dance, and the whole world would expire. The Rebbe then stopped and asked, What did I say? I repeated what he had said. The Rebbe then said to me, What do you think? Even the animals and plants would expire. He then said what has been recorded here. 341 The Rebbe said that his very inability to teach Torah from time to time was itself something unique indeed, more so than his other qualities. I can be all ready with several completely original and powerful teachings, and all of a sudden I forget everything. I remember nothing. I know nothing at all of any book. I don't even know a song. Every single thing is completely forgotten. It is all hidden from me. This, in itself, is something truly extraordinary. Several times I heard him say things like this. It was something quite usual for him to say, now I know nothing, absolutely nothing. He would say this, even though only a few moments before that he revealed the most amazing and original teachings. Wisdom. His wisdom, 142. I found a manuscript written by one of our group that provides additional insight into the Rebbe's lesson on the verse, I will make your faith known with my mouth, Psalms 89.2. This lesson appears in Likutei Muharan 2.44 and states that faith primarily depends on one's mouth. The manuscript reads as follows. When you have doubts about your faith in God, say out loud, I believe with perfect faith that God is one, first, last, and always. The evil inclination comes from the fallen strength. There is strength of holiness that can counteract the strength of the klipa. It is written, of your strength they shall speak. Psalms 145.11 Speech derives from holy strength. Therefore, when you say, I believe, as above, you awaken the strength of holiness. This will offset your doubts, which come from the strength of the klipa. The Talmud teaches, a person should always agitate his good inclination against his evil inclination. Barachot 5a You should use your holy strength to dispel the strength of the klipa. The Talmud also states that one who does not want to become agitated should speak quietly. Speaking is not agitating. Stillness offsets agitation. However, speaking out loud is in the category of agitation, the which is strength. Book. A holy book. B. 4. 
When a new book is printed, the crying it took to produce it, which is the aspect of, and mixed my drink with crying, Psalms 102.10, defeats the nation's evil decrees and keeps them from overcoming us. Indeed, the essential strength of their rule stems only from the time Esau cried, when Jacob took his blessing. This is alluded to in the verse, And thus, Misbar b'nei Yisrael k'chol hayam, the number of the Jewish people, will be like the grains of sand in the sea. Hosea 2.1 The word Misbar can also be read Misefer, from a holy book, and the first letters of b'nei Yisrael k'chol hayam spell Bechiyah, crying. 5. Whoever refrains from staring at women is rewarded with offspring who will author commentaries on the Torah. 6. It is actually beneficial for the world that many holy books written by righteous authors, including the Mishnaic sages and other early tzaddikim, have been lost and forgotten from the world. Their disappearance causes many books by apostates and heretics to be uprooted and erased from existence. The elimination of those holy works also eliminates any jealousy or enmity that exists between a husband and wife who conduct themselves with holiness. 7. When a great book appears in the world, it causes barren women to be remembered by God. This is alluded to in the verse, This is the book of the lineage of man. Genesis 1. Lesson number 101. 1. Every single Jew possesses the quality called the radiant face, which is associated with knowledge and perception of the Holy Torah in its capacity as an elixir of life. This quality constitutes the holiness of the Jewish people, who at their root are far removed from all the negative character traits and from all physical cravings. Every Jew also contains within him the quality of the seventy Gentile nations, which are associated with the Torah in its capacity as a deadly poison and with a darkened face, which is identified with darkness and the concealment of knowledge. When a person toils in Torah study for the sake of heaven until he merits to grasp and to understand the wisdom of the Holy Torah, he thereby moves from the darkened face to the radiant face. In turn, his enslavement to the physical desires and negative character traits of the seventy nations, which correspond to the darkened face, is nullified. And then he is called Adam, a person, as in, this is the Torah, a person, Numbers 19.4, and... You are called Adam, and the Gentiles are not called Adam. Yivamot 61a For the main way that a person merits to be called Adam is through the Holy Torah, which is identified with the radiant face and with being removed from and breaking all the physical desires and negative character traits. Through this, a person then merits that the yoke of enslavement to the nations is removed from him on the physical plane as well. As our sages of blessed memory taught, Whoever accepts upon himself the yoke of Torah, from him are removed the yoke of government and the yoke of worldly occupation. Avot 3.5 Lesson number 102 1. Every person must be careful to pray in such a way that he will be able to arouse and to draw influx of bounty into the world. This ability, however, is dependent on fear and awe of God, since when a person has fear of heaven, his words are heeded. Brachot 6b. Now, there are two types of fear. The first is higher fear, which comes to a person sporadically, whenever it wishes. For this type of fear, there is no heavenly reward, since the person did nothing to attain it. Then there is a second type of fear, which comes to a person as a result of his own efforts. 
This kind of fear is referred to in the verse, the tzaddik rules with the fear of God, 2 Samuel 23.3. Through this type of fear, a person's prayer is heeded, influx of bounty descends into the world, and God's kingship is revealed and magnified. Lesson number 103. 1. This lesson explains the reason why Moses called the tribes of Reuven and Gad a band of sinful men, Numbers 32.14, which Unculus renders as students of guilty men. See this lesson in Lakute Moharan for further explanation. The Master of Prayer He took them to the mountain where he had set out the king's treasures, and he showed them to the emissaries. They immediately fell down, bowing and prostrating themselves. According to their beliefs, this was the God over all gods. This was their false belief in money and wealth discussed earlier. Nevertheless, they did not offer sacrifice to him there. Although they considered him the God of gods and would have sacrificed themselves to him, these emissaries had been warned before leaving that they should not offer sacrifice. There was concern that if they offered sacrifice on their journey, none of them would survive. Perhaps they will find some treasure on the way. One of them might go to the bathroom and find the treasure there, and he would be considered a god. If they began to sacrifice themselves to it, not one of them would survive. Therefore, the people of the land warned the emissaries that they should not offer any sacrifice at all along the way. This is why the emissaries did not offer sacrifice to the treasure. Letters, Year 1. Letter number 166. With thanks to God, Sunday night, Vayeshev, 5595, Breslov. My dear beloved son, I received your letter tonight. I was sleeping when the messenger came and awakened me, and I read the letter carefully. What can I respond, my dear beloved son? It is good to thank God for every single expansion, every bit of relief that God in His enormous mercy gives us from within the pain itself, and particularly for what you wrote about your situation at home, from which I understand that God has helped you. This is the most important thing, and you needn't worry at all anymore. The main impediment that can really be called an impediment is in this area alone. And it is necessary to break this too for the truth, the tachlit. Regarding anybody who doesn't break it, and swerves from truth in the direction of falsehood through his wife's influence, as is happening now with many, God save us, it is written, Bava Metziah 59a, a man who follows his wife's advice falls into Gehenim. His life in this world is extremely bitter as well, because it is certainly impossible to do exactly what she says. So he ends up bald on both sides, God save us, as we know. Therefore, a man must use his intelligence to overcome this and not follow his wife's advice in spiritual matters. Only in worldly matters is it appropriate to listen to her, as is explained in that same Gemara on this subject, Vavmetziah 59a. How can you say a man who follows his wife's advice falls into Gehenim when we have learned if your wife is short, lean over to her, meaning listen to her advice? The answer given is that the first statement refers to spiritual matters while the second is talking about worldly ones. Thank God we have already faced much suffering and many impediments and God, God has helped us to break them and not be influenced by them. Ultimately, through His kindness, they came around to our way of thinking as is written, Proverbs 16.7, When God is pleased with a person's actions, even his enemies will make peace with him. Since God has saved you somewhat in this, you need not look again at all the humiliation, even in the slightest. It is all a great favor. Year 2. Letter number 404. With thanks to God, Tuesday, Vayeshev 5603, 
Cherin. Warm greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live, along with all his children, may they live. You should know, my dear son, that God was with me and I arrived here in Cherin last Friday, Erev Shabbat Vayishlach, in the morning before the prayers. I came with tremendous hardship and effort by amazing acts of salvation and great compassion from God. The roads were in extremely poor condition and we had numerous delays during the journey. But God's compassion is inexhaustible both at home and on the road. This poor man cried out, and God heard, and I arrived before the morning prayers so that I was able to be present at the Pidyon Haben. Praise God, we performed the mitzvah of Pidyon Haben properly and on the correct day, and afterwards we welcomed the Holy Shabbat. Most of my discourse was about the concept of the Pidyon Haben, which I connected with the lesson, The One Who Has Compassion on Them Will Lead Them, Likutei Moharan 2, 7, Sid Likutei Halachot, Pidyon Bechor 5 which speaks about Hanukkah. I said some amazing new ideas on this, which provide inspiration and new life to all souls who desire the truth and who want to listen to the truth and inspire and restore their souls forever. For it is no small matter what our Master, Teacher, and Rebbe of Blessed Memory is still doing for us. How great are God's deeds. His thoughts are very, very deep. The Rebbe's words are alive, enduring, faithful, and lovely forever and for all eternity. They constantly give life, in general and in particular, to each individual person, no matter where he is. And they also reach you, yes, even now, whatever your situation, and however confused and twisted your heart may be. Even now, you need to remind yourself anew that there was a Rebbe in the world, and his light shines and radiates anew every day, even now. And it will continue to do so for generations to come. He shines the illumination of son and student into every person wherever he is, to realize and to make known to every person at all times that God is still right there with you and next to you and by your side, because the whole world is full of his glory. God fills all the worlds and encompasses all the worlds, and there is no place from which he is absent. No matter what, you will definitely attain tikkun. I hope to God that our tikkun, which God will effect, will be lovely and beautiful as is fitting for him, not as our deeds would dictate, so that we will not be ashamed even before the truly righteous. God's kindness to us has been abundant and great indeed, and that we merited not to oppose, God forbid, a holy, awesome, and pleasant light such as this. What is more, we merited to know about him and to hail in his name, and this is above all else. There is no darkness or infernal abyss that can obscure a light such as the one that the Rebbe through the pathways of his profound advice, radiates into each and every one of us at all times and in every place, that we really know nothing at all. This refers to God's unfathomable greatness and how even a person's worst sins can be transformed into merits. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, Tzaddik number 32. The Rebbe has finished and he will finish. God will not ignore us forever. Rabbi Yoshua bar Abba, Rabbi Yoshua bar Idi, Rabbi Yoshua bar Eid Rav Idi, Rabbi Yoshua HaKohen bar Rabbi Nechemia, Rabbi Yoshua bar Gizura, Rabbi Yoshua Uneya, Rabbi Yoshua bar Avion, Rabbi Yoshua bar Eid Rabbi Timi, Rabbi Yoshua ben Baitos, Rabbi Yoshua bar Zidal, Rabbi Yoshua bar Avirim, Rabbi Yoshua bar Eid Rabbi Kanagdi, Rabbi Yoshua ben Pedaya, Rabbi Yoshua bar Abba Oshaya Ishtarya. Rabbi Yoshua Halevi bar Shalom, Rabbi Yoshua bar Nachman, 
Rabbi Yoshua ben Marta ben Achi Ravchia, Rabbi Yoshua bar Benyamin bar Levi, Rabbi Yoshua Achui de Duryai, Rabbi Yoshua ben Alim, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yud, Rabbi Yochani, Mar Yochani, Mar Yochana Bereder Ravchana bar Ada, Mar Yochana Bereder Ravchana bar Bizna, Yochanan Kohen Gadol, Yochanan ben Narva, Rabbi Yochanan ben Betera, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai, Rabbi Yochanan ben Hachoranit, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, Rabbi Yochanan ben Bagbag, Rabbi Yochanan ben Baroka, Rabbi Yochanan ben Gudgada, Rabbi Yochanan ben Yeshua ben Chamiv shel Rabbi Akiva, Yochanan ben Meshulam, Rabbi Yochanan Hasandlar, Rabbi Yochanan ben Matya, Rabbi Yochanan ben Dahavai, Rabbi Yochanan Hanazuf, Rabbi Yochanan bar Pinchas, Rabbi Yochanan bar Oshi Yoshia, Rabbi Yochanan Ish Bikat Beit Chortan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan Milachsach, Rabbi Yochanan Hamakuti, Rabbi Yochanan ben Arza, Rabbi Yochanan bar Berachia, Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan's prayers. 2. Prayer number 1. Lakute Moharan 2. 1. Please Hashem, heal us Hashem and we will be healed. Save us and we will be saved for you are our praise. Send complete healing to all of our illnesses, to all of our pains, and to all of our wounds. Please God, here one should pray on behalf of the children of the tzaddikim who have had trouble raising their children. May the compassionate one protect us. And you can say, and in particular, Hebrew name, the son slash daughter of father's Hebrew name. Please God, heal him completely. Give him a long and good life. May he live long days and years with goodness and pleasantness. Heal him and revive him. May his father and mother raise him in ease and joy to learn Torah get married and perform good deeds for length of good days and years. May they see his children and grandchildren involved in the Torah and its commandments. Master of the entire world, have pity and mercy on them, on us, and on your entire nation, the Jewish people, your holy nation, whom you have chosen. Put an end to their troubles, for they have suffered too much in raising their children. Please, Hashem, have pity, mercy, and compassion on them, and on us, and our remnants. Please be moved in all your inner being and compassion for their burning blood, their suffering, groaning, sighing, and the extinguishing of the light of their eyes that they experience every day and at every moment. Their eyes are raised to you alone. Behold, like the eyes of servants to the hand of their master, like the eyes of the maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so do their eyes turn to Hashem their God until you will be gracious to them. Heal, make well, help recuperate and revive the son of theirs from whom we have prayed, so that he will not experience any disease, pain, or discomfort. In your vast compassion and mighty kindness, may his parents raise him in comfort, peace, and tranquility for many good days and years. Have compassion on them for the sake of your name. For Hashem never agreed to erase the name of Israel, heaven forbid. Your name is partnered with our name, and you have promised to stand up and help us always. Master of the world, You know that we lack the power and wisdom to beseech and appease you about this. In truth, it would be fitting for us to always fall on our faces and prostrate ourselves to the dust of the earth, never resting by day or lying down at night, never falling silent or being quiet before you, but begging you always to have compassion on their holy offspring, on each and every one, to heal them completely, for all of them have borne great and terrible sufferings. Who understands your wondrous might? and wondrous ways, and who will question your traits? You are righteous, Hashem, and your judgments are straight. But these people have received too much hardship and suffering. 
May he who says to his world, Enough, say to their troubles, Enough! Have pity and mercy on them and on us. You yourself pray for them, as it were. May they all live. We do not have the knowledge and wisdom to pray for them. May you alone, in your vast compassion, always pray on their behalf and bless them, so they may live. Add days to their days, years of life. May they see their children live long days of goodness and years of pleasantness. May they have children and grandchildren, generations upon generations, until the end of all generations, forever and ever. Redemption from the Three Evil Enslavements Have compassion on us, mighty Redeemer. Redeem us quickly from the three evil enslavements of idolatry, sexual immorality, and bloodshed. Always guard us and rescue us from the blemish of idolatry, which is a flaw in faith. May no foreign thoughts or confusion enter our hearts in any way whatsoever in matters that touch upon your holy faith. In your great kindness, have compassion on us. Pour your holy faith upon us. Plant and establish in our hearts complete and upright, pure and clean faith, holy and cleansed of old dross and trash, so that no blemish will affect our faith in you. You are filled with compassion, kindness, beneficent will, and goodness. Master of truth and faith, give us the gift of kindness and holy faith. May no challenges, confusions, or inquiries in matters of holy faith enter our hearts. May we truly attain complete and upright faith in accordance with your good will. Bring us out from dimness to brightness, from darkness to a great light, from slavery to freedom, from blemished faith to complete true faith. Have compassion on us. Redeem us from the burdensome, heavy, and bitter enslavement to the lust for sexual relations. The exile and enslavement of this evil and bitter lust endures and overwhelms us at every moment until it embitters our lives with harsh enslavement and makes us work with crushing labor, as you know, for you know the pains of everyone's hearts. For our many sins, my life is worn away with grief and my years with sighing. My strength buckles under and my bones have decayed. He subjugated my heart with toil. I stumbled and there was none to help. You are my Father, my Master, my Maker, and my Creator, my King and my Holy One, my Redeemer. You look upon the wicked person and desire that he will become righteous. You truly desire my good. You consider ways so that no one will remain driven away from you. Have compassion on me in your great mercy and take me out of enslavement to freedom. Be gracious to me, Hashem. See the suffering that my enemies have imposed upon me, you who lift me up from the gates of death. Redeem me from the pit. Redeem me from death. Take me out of the house of slavery. Redeem me from these three enslavements. Rescue me from blemished faith, from the blemished covenant, and from disgrace among people.